0: Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Ed Cheney, a CBD industry expert and business executive. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods of treatment that are alternatives but also complement conventional medicines. Now, here's your host, Ed Chaney.
1: Welcome listeners to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney. And it's nice to be with you guys today. Oh, wait. Hey, there's Kimberly Rose. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> hey, i got to shift it up a little bit. Uh, this morning, I decided not to try to make you blush. Is that okay?
2: <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a pretty interesting start we had last week, and we're not going to, uh, I don't know, say it again, but it was a good. One. So if you want to have an interesting first five minutes of a show, Tune into our last week's show. It was pretty interesting. Anyway, today's show. A little more personal sharing today from both Kim and I, as well as others who are open to sharing their story as and their journey to C B D.
2: Yes. Yeah, and, and there are all very unique
1: very unique Mm -hmm. uh and are willing to share from a a very genuine place and i thought that was very nice of them because i think you know in today's world genuineness is received better
2: yes yes much better
1: i know yeah
2: yeah nobody likes a fake person
1: yeah, so we're excited to have those, and again, I, I just want to just do an early shout out to each of them, the gratitude for being able to, or being willing to come on and share, uh, because it just, just gives value to other people. It's a, it's a giving thing. That's pretty nice. Yeah. And we'll start it off today. Uh, both Kim and I will do our, our shares uh, on what brought us to the CBD industry, and uh, if what? want, let's just get started. Now, I've shared my story before. Uh, so mine can be really quick. I'll, you know, a couple of seconds, and I'm done.
2: Well, I mean, we want to know, uh, like, why, of course, you first became uh, uh, introduced to CBD, and then what you're using, how you're using it now.
1: Yeah, well, the first part is the sad part. I always try to, I know, muscle through that. He one
2: does. Quickly. He does.
1: Well, let's get that story underway then. So, uh, what brought me to CBD was my mother uh, fighting her battle with cancer, Uh, and she had had managed to win that fight two times in the past, but on the third round, uh, it it really became super aggressive, and watching that really motivated all of us uh, family members to seek out alternatives. My mother being uh, pretty old school and in West Virginia, uh, sometimes alternative medicine is I don't know. It's just not. they not as open to it.
2: And she'd been a nurse her whole life. And she'd been a so. nurse,
1: and that means she was subjected to Eastern med, or, uh, I'm sorry, Western medicine her entire life as well. Right. Anyway, uh, so as we all sat around and watched uh, my mother suffer from the battle of cancer, uh, we couldn't help but want to find. Uh, alternative solutions for her Uh, and one of those was showed up as cannabis so this would be back in 2000 and 2014 Mm -hmm. cannabis had shown up on the scene uh, for pain relief insomnia and stuff as that and so uh, also had some anti-tumor and some you know other other implications towards cancer. So we started pushing in that area. And of course, my mother completely withdrew from many conversations that were relevant to medical marijuana. But she seemed to be a little open to CBD, but in discussion only. So we found out. So we went out and uh, started heavily pursuing knowledge in the CBD market. Uh, once we understood what it was, we were then so surely able to convince her to take it. Uh, what had happened immediately after that was just amazing. So she started taking it, and uh, the condition of my mother before she made that decision to take it was uh, she was wheelchair, uh, it, she was tied to a wheelchair, uh, she was in the onset of dementia. Uh, she had probably gotten all the way down to a weight of about 95 pounds and she spent you know her entire life as a you know healthy 130 pound 125 130 pound lady Uh, so anyway so you can just kind of almost imagine uh, that look to all of us the day after she took her first dose her appetite came back her dementia started to clear up in other words by day two she became more aware, and then as the days progressed, uh, she became even you know healthier from a place of nutrition, uh, and and clarity you know in her in her uh, neural her brain. Anyway, uh, so wow, so the experience of that, based on all the knowledge that had we had gained, launched us into or launched me into the space. Why? Because I also became very aware that. Eastern medicine had an impact on my entire family. So my brother had, uh, had um, psychological issues and certainly was you know, on uh, different types of antidepressants uh, and that led to other things. And so, uh, so Western medicine kind of failed him. Uh, and my older brother, same thing. So he had uh, damage to his lower spine, uh, and through surgeries and painkillers, again, Western medicine kind of failed him too. So I p- approached the business from my entire family. Yeah, um, I was the only one that escaped it. Don't ask me how I escaped it, but uh, this natural alternative medicine just grabbed me, and I have done nothing but push forward with it ever since.
2: And and you know, your That's mother, the yeah, your mother. Um, I think a lot of her conditions were from the chemo. Yeah. The, it just ravaged her body. It did to yeah. a point where it was just um, it was just sad, yeah. really, really sad.
1: And this but, is why I reference it as Eastern medicine. So, yeah, yeah. the today's treatment methodology. You know, is go to pharmaceutical first. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: right. Yeah, and it, and the CBD was able to give her at least some. Relief, relief yeah. there towards the end, yeah. um, and then my story, uh, th- thank goodness, is uh, not as as sad. Mine is just I had to face the fact that I could no longer take uh, over the counter pain meds. I was like an Advil queen. Yeah. Um, right. I was struggling a lot with my hip. I had to, I had a torn labrum, which basically is a little tendon that holds your hip in place. And I kind of ignored that. I, they kept telling me I needed surgery and I ignored it. And. In the process of ignoring it, I just kept taking more advil, because right. I, I can't take pain pills. Um, I tried those injections, and those would last for a little while, but mm-hmm. not, not anything that, that was permanent, for sure. Um, but my doctor just became aware of how much over-the-counter pain med I was take, pain meds I was yeah. taking.
1: Well, and deservingly so. I remember all these things. You not only went, you went under two surgeries to try to correct this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, it, and it, it ended up with a, a hip replacement,
1: right. unfortunately,
2: but that's fine. I, I also got over that. that drama. Drama. Sure. Yes. So I was like, wait sure. a minute, I'm not old enough for this. But at any rate, um, I had to find um, a, an alternative for pain. And yes, the hip is wonderful, and that's fabulous. But I also have osteoarthritis and mm. a bad, <clears throat> really bad lower back. So I, I found CBD, and in the beginning, I was like, oh, this isn't this this is not as good as my Advil. You no. know, I was taking two in the morning, two in the afternoon, and then two at night. So that's a lot every yeah. day. It is, um, and. And then I found my way of taking it that works for me. And that's really all it is about CBD. It does work. You just got to, you have to figure out your path with it. You have to figure out your milligrams, all that. But so that's what I, that's what, that was my journey. It is my pain med.
1: Yeah, and I did. I watched you go through this and I, 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 I confirm, I, I also know uh, that NSAIDs, non-steroid uh, anti-inflammatories, are really super hard on your liver.
2: Well, the, th- yeah. the thing that's sad is that they work really well, yeah. but you don't realize what you're actually doing to your body. You right. think you feel great because your pain is gone and, yep. you know, you feel great, but you're doing other things to your body that you have no idea you're doing.
1: Yeah, and I have learned from that experience of yours Uh, And I also will not take an NSAID anymore. Uh, Yeah, just try not to ever put that back into my body again. Yeah. Um, I am, and and I'm I'm fine. I've been fine for years now without taking an Advil or any of those.
2: Yeah, I'm finally at a place where um, things like coffee and stuff like that can go in my stomach without really upsetting it and causing, you know, issues. So it takes a while, but your body can heal from that damage, but I'm not allowed to do that anymore. (laughs) And I haven't, I can proudly say I haven't taken an Advil and I don't even know. It's probably been two years now. Uh, I don't, I, I was one of those that also took Benadryl. For at night, for my allergies and my sleep, I don't do that anymore either.
1: Good for you. Yeah. And I wanted to share. You know, that was I, my earlier share was the big share. It, it really was the big motivation. Uh, but I wouldn't mind sharing that my personal, what I gained the most for myself personally, was sleep. Oh my god, as an entrepreneur, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I've been I've been one for thirty years. You think I'd relax by now? But no. No. So the sleep is, oh, it was just horrific. Yeah. It really was. I'd go, I'd go sleep for about two or three hours. I'd wake up for an hour. I'd go another hour of sleep, wake back up again. And, oh, it was, uh, it was just ridiculous. And that solution, uh, it was just a life changer for me. It really was. To get a full night of sleep, I don't care if it was seven, six, seven hours, to get that on a regular basis changed so many things in my world
2: yeah yeah and even you were in the beginning i don't know if this is working you gotta stick with it yeah yeah you gotta give it a chance yeah so sleep and pain yeah those are two big things because he does not take it for pain unless he hurts himself of course then oh i'm will. a guy <laughs>
1: bring it on <laughs>
2: Yes, so those are those are our stories. Um, I mean, there are many other stories. I probably have almost everyone in the family on CBD in some form.
1: Yeah, if I, not a I topical,
2: also, a tincture, or something.
1: <laughs> I also feel the same way. Yeah. Um, and I, I, and as an example, I think uh, each and every one of those applications. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. When I finally got them to try it. It was, ex- I and mean, these are family members. They, The outcome was always the same way. Uh, yeah, well, all right, go ahead. Yeah. Right? And then day afterwards, well, yeah, I really didn't feel anything. Oh, so, and then a day later, nothing. And then they asked me for instruction. I gave them instructions. And then a week later, like, yeah, uh, you just keep that stuff coming. Yeah. Because I, you know, uh-uh, this works, and thank you, and thank you, and thank you, and thank you.
2: Right. So I, yeah. it
1: all ended the same way on, on all, and I can say this with, you know, at least four different members, of the immediate uh, family, and then, you know, a couple dozen uh, extended family members. This sure. seems to be a, a similar outcome.
2: Right, and we yeah. can't speak— uh, we can't speak for our pets, but both of our pe- well, I shouldn't say both—all of our pets in the family are pretty much yeah. also on CBD. Yeah, yep. um, some for anxiety, some for pain, some just old age. It, however, it.
1: Well, let's it, come clear.
2: It gives them their relief.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. Let's come clean on some of the uses. So, right, so two of the good uses, two of the uses are really legit, and they are about looking forward and protecting our our two. Uh, goldens and one of those is they're prone to cancer and we believe that uh, from our knowledge and our experience that a hemp uh, cannabinoid based product is uh, is helpful in preventing cancer and then the second one is inflammation because as they age hip problems arise Uh, but the where we want to come clean at is you know sometimes in the evening we just don't want to play
2: Yes, and we have a <laughs> we three-year-old don't want to chase who's chasing
1: around with balls all night. Or yes, God, right? And so here you go. Here's some CBD,
2: and he calms right down, and and it doesn't knock him out, and it doesn't do anything other than he's not sitting in front of us with a ball in his mouth wanting to know why we're not outside. <laughs> right. So yes, we do do that. Well, I'll do it for fireworks. I'll do it for yeah. anything yeah. like that where I know there's going to be um, a disruption that's going to frighten them. All right.
1: So so here is our story. Our story was that it, uh, family first, uh, and that included our, our household. And then, you know, those are in our house, whether they're two-legged or four-legged. Uh, we've noticed that... Um, you know, our younger kids don't really need it,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: but see value in it when they do. Uh, and then it's reached out to all of our friends.
2: Yep. And, and the older ones are on it.
1: Yep. Uh, true. The
2: older children, we have older children and younger children and uh, just a house full of a, a big family, big family. And yep. we're always, we're always wanting to share Because we don't want anybody to get into that place where there's an issue with either some sort of prescription medication um, or anything like that that we need to then worry about someone.
1: Yeah. And I'm checking my phone just in case I have callers calling in or or needing extra instructions. Yeah. The – the interesting, and we're going to do this on a, now on a, a somewhat of a regular basis. We might do it once uh, or a couple of times a year, once a quarter, or something like that. Uh, and we're certainly sending this invite out to all of our listeners who may have a story of their journey to CBD. And here's here's the the the, the, the question you want to have answered before you 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 know, send an inquiry to us. Is is this journey something that if you shared it with the rest of the listeners, they would find some value? And how are our listeners find value today? It's if they connect. Right. Right. So our, our listeners probably don't want to be told what to do, but they certainly would listen to somebody else's journey and just decide for themselves. Yeah. If it has anything that they can connect with.
2: And listen, even if you're a can even if you're a, a medical marijuana patient, we wanna hear all about yeah. experiences with the cannabis plant. Not just C B D, um, because there's a lot of benefit from the medical marijuana community or recreate, however the the marijuana side of the plant. Yep. There's a lot of benefit there. Um and we're always appreciative of of those journeys also. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they are. So the entire hemp family has had historical value medicinally. It it didn't get stopped until, you know, what was it the 19 19- 70s or whatever that date was. I, I'm not really super clear on it this morning, but if I needed to, I can get to it really quickly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When the when the uh, well when they ruled it as a scheduled drug.
2: Right. Right. Listen, and 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 the marijuana plant has gotten just a bad rap all the way around uh, yeah. for many many years, and even to date, I think a lot of people still have that stigma of oh, THC is is a bad thing. And I don't, want to, I don't want to do that, and I don't want to feel that. And uh, I, well, we had a guest on the other uh, a few weeks ago that was talking about microdosing. Microdosing is a wonderful thing that's going to start coming yep. up in the, in the world.
1: Yeah, and phyto, alternative phyto solutions are also going to start yeah. showing up too. And yeah. everybody's going to look at it like, whoa. But th- I, I, I have a feeling that uh again i see it coming guys eastern and western medicine coming together
2: oh gosh let's hope so let's hope so
1: well let's uh so we have a guest uh her name is crystal and she is going to share her her story with us crystal are you on the line
3: yes i am
1: oh hmm all right once uh once we get crystal uh on with us she is hi crystal how are you this morning I'm well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing super. Thank you. I sure appreciate you taking time this morning and sharing your story with our listeners. Of course. Thank yeah. you for
3: having me.
1: Yeah, so uh, in in your journey, uh, I'm sure it is, it is something that is... Well, it's special. Can you share what your journey to CBD is?
3: Yes, of course. Um, so... My journey started, I guess, earlier this year. Um, I typically live a very active lifestyle. Um, uh, at the beginning of the year, I was doing um, 5Ks, working out a lot. I do Zumba. I do uh, weightlifting, all kinds of things. Nice. And I had an incident at work that kind of put me out of that, and it was kind of the perfect storm or a catalyst. And I went from working out about three hours a day to not being able to do that to kind of being a lump on my couch and needing to sleep about 16 hours a day um, and found out that I had degenerative cartilage issues as well as advanced arthritis. Okay. My husband and I, went to a variety of different providers um, and I was told by a surgeon that I would need both knees replaced, but because I'm young, they would not do that, which I understand. And that's not something that I want or desire, Yeah. but I would get to live with pain. Mind you, my life, it was pretty much in a fog or I wasn't in, unable to even lead a normal life or feel like I had quality of life because I would be waking up and be able to do two to six hours maybe of somewhat normal living. And then I would be exhausted. So I was on the couch one day and my husband came, sat down next to me and he was like, you are not okay. I was depressed. I was very unhappy because the surgeon told me he could not do anything for me. There were no pain management techniques that were available to me. I would just get to learn to live with the pain.
1: Yeah. Okay. I've heard this before. And
3: that was that's very common, I think, unfortunately. Yeah. So we decided enough was enough and we were just going to go explore other options. So we came in to the shop, um, Canafel, and I got CBD and THC. And over the next few months, I took those products religiously, worked on getting a dose that worked for me, and slowly but surely was able to live a normal life again Um, through PT, through my fascia release, acupuncture, a variety of different uh, internal and external methods. I was able to go from barely being able to function to now um, I am A of- back working. I am going to medical school. I have five children that I'm able to be there for yep. and support as well as be there for my family. Do I feel like it's quite back to where it was? No, but I'm functioning. I take no other pain medications other than my CBD and THC and then a variety of other multivitamins and minerals to support my health.
1: Yeah. Chris, and, and I, I, I think Kim and I would both see this is that that you were dealt a pretty terrible card and that uh, the solution you put in at least help you take care of family and it, it, and to be able to yeah, that that being in pain constantly and regretting what or, or worrying about what tomorrow is going to be like uh, is going to be a rough place to live. The the um, so was it both inflammation and pain that was managed for you?
3: I would say yes. Um, I do notice now when inflammation is up, I also do keto, um, and I think that that, I had stopped doing keto prior to this happening briefly um, and was doing a cleanse. And I think, you know, we're aware that oils do help to lubricate the body for whatever reason, emotional, it was just time your body can only stand pain for so long this thing happened mm-hmm. and then I had to deal with it yeah. and that hope that I had when I went to the surgeon was removed when someone tells you your life that you want to live is no longer possible and that there is no hope for relief that is devastating Yeah, And as you guys know, it's really important to have that hope because then you can look for something new, better, different. And that really impedes the healing process when there is not a tool or a new thing or something that can potentially give you help. None of these things were offered to me um, in those meetings. Um, I do see alternative providers, so they were helpful and kind of pointing me to different people that potentially could be helpful. Um, but yeah, I think that mine came from a lot of things, inflammation, genetics. Um, it's hard to pinpoint. I have not been gentle on my body. Um, and my injuries are that of an athlete.
1: Um, yeah.
3: and I didn't consider myself that
1: this is also another, so
3: that was shocking for me.
1: Yeah. Another common story that we hear too, but the, can you uh, share with us the time timeframe uh, of when you started to, when you moved from Eastern medicine, went to Western medicine, or you, you started to seek the alternative medicine, what, what year was that?
3: Uh, okay. Well, that actually start, started way early on before, before this even happened. Okay. Um, but I I started seeing Eastern medicine providers when I was probably 18, 19 years old okay. for other reasons. However, I did mention my knees to a variety of those um, providers because I, I have crepitus in my knees, which is like air or gas trapped in the knees and it makes this kind of popping sound. As, um, but I noticed that there was a popping grating and I was told many times it was normal. And it was ignored. Okay. And now they tell me that sound is not normal.
1: <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> okay.
3: So I clearly had this happening or starting to happen in my early 20s. Um, so I've been seeing alternative providers since then. The way they approach it is very different um, than Western medicine. Uh, Western med- medicine tends to deal with one. Um, symptomology, um, and they're really good at taking care of one thing, but they don't necessarily take the whole body into the picture, versus Eastern medicine will look at, typically will look at the whole, the body as a whole, and really work on bringing all of those things back into balance and creating homeostasis, Yeah, um, which is a really good place to start if you want
4: to
1: yeah, I, I ask because I do. I sense a, uh, a high level of understanding and knowledge in this area. And sometimes I hear it from uh, a scholastic viewpoint. And uh, what I'm hearing from you mm-hmm. is, is a uh, uh, you participated in this. You, you have real life experiences. So I appreciate that even more because I'm sure our listeners get a chance to digest that. Mm-hmm. K- knowing that it's coming from somebody who has uh, some some background. Your background sounds terrific by the way. Well, oh, thank you. I hope to I hope to hear well, you make an impact in the future.
3: I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: Yeah, cuz I you know, I, I sense that it, there's there's so those of you like uh, who want to bring eastern and West, western medicine together that I believe that is the best outcome for solving today's health issues. Is those coming together and working conjuncti- adjunctively. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Anyway, well, listen. Uh, again, Crystal, I want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for you coming on and sharing this journey of yours with our listeners. And. Uh,
3: thank you for having me.
1: Yes, and I, now we're going to take a uh, a break from this this section. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have somebody else to share uh, their journey with. So, again, thank you very much, Crystal, and good luck in your futures.
3: Thank you. Have a wonderful day, guys.
1: Thank you. Okay, listeners, we're going to take a break, and we will be right back.
5: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
2: Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil.
0: You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at com. That's info at com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show.
1: Welcome back listeners, CBD Ed Show. Here we are sharing people's journey to CBD. Now I know when we left uh, before the break, it was it felt kinda clunky. And I just gotta tell you why. That was an emotional story.
2: Yeah, and I think we're just not we have every once in a while an actual like guest that comes on that has a story. Yeah. But yeah, we're
1: Yeah, that yeah, towards the end I'm like, wow, what what a what a brave person she is. So Yes.
2: And persistent. Yeah. Yeah, she was not gonna say she was not gonna take that doctors advice live with pain right. uh right. she was not taking that
1: all right okay well let's move on to another guest we have on the show today again super grateful that they are willing to come on and share so let's bring jen onto the show jen are you there yes
4: i'm here hi how are you guys
1: jen we're doing terrific thank you are you going to make us all wallow up in uh, tears a sad story <laughs>
4: you know that was a that was a really impactful uh i I feel like the the a huge takeaway of that and even listening to the stories from you and from kim is just how uh how much something like cbd and the cannabis industry is making an impact in people in in their life you know it's not just this new sad thing it's not just this new Latest and greatest, like let's go grab that off the shelf. Like this is making an impact in people's lives that is, you know, like we don't always see it because we're not there living with them and listening to the stories is just it's just incredible.
1: Yeah, well, we also see that too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but hey, let's give you some space, Jen. Thank you very much for joining us on the show today. Uh, would you like to share your journey to CBD?
4: you um and you know mine's a little more short and sweet but uh for me myself it's still very impactful and you know i've always had an interest in you know our physical biology like the health how can i perform how can i help my body perform the way that it was designed to um and so throughout my life i've you know done you know one thing or another Diet, exercise, you know, um, keeping the mind, body, and soul all great. Okay. Um, and I was introduced to CBD and didn't know a whole lot about it, but the, the thing that kind of caught my eye, because I like to look at things from an internal standpoint, is was the, the studies that were done on the ECS, the endocannabinoid system. Um, And so I kind of started digging in and really looking at the science behind that and the discoveries that they were making and was in so much awe of how, you know, we've heard, you know, over time how the, you know, medical marijuana was making an impact and how, you know, people were seeing health differences and there were struggles with the legalities of that and all that stuff. And to have something like CBD as an option, um, you know, really that was very attractive to me because it was something I felt like I could do and I didn't have to, you know, wait till the evening or make sure I was (laughs) sitting still or, you know, things like that. Uh, And so I just tried it. I didn't have necessarily, uh, you know, going in, I didn't have a, an end goal that I wanted. I just said, look, if it's doing these things for the internal, you know, the ECS system in my body, if, if there are receptors that are, not getting what they need, then I just want to provide that to myself. I, I want to give this a shot. And I was taking it just faithfully and, and thought, okay, you know, I'm just going to take this because it, it, the science looks like it's good for me. Yeah. And what I realized is a couple of days later after I started taking it, I was driving in the car with my son and – you know, as we do in traffic and things go here and there and we get upset or, you know, irritated or somebody's a jerk or whatever, Right. (laughs) Um, I started to realize I had not had any occurrence of those kind of irritabilities or upsets or the anxiousness or anything like that. And I just went, hang on a second, like, could this be... Could this be the CBD? You know, because it's the only thing. And I thought it just for some reason clicked for me. And I even said to my son, "I said I don't hear myself. <laughs> I don't hear myself the way that I was normally hearing myself." And literally from that point forward, when I got conscious about what was occurring there was a significant difference and i didn't realize that it was something like cbd or my you know neural receptors or whatever that were contributing to part of that
1: i think that's an incredible story well
2: irritability is everywhere and and yeah. yeah and
1: i can i comment on your approach because, by the way, I think sure. the way you felt about the discoveries of the ECS system were the same way that Kim and I kind of felt when we went, what? Yeah. How, how, how come it's been this? Yeah. How come it's taken this long to understand such an impactful system and it's in every mammalian on the planet? And so we also arrived at that. So nice. I, I think that was an intellectual approach to CBD.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, and she was Yeah, it was fascinating. Right, I lo- I love that you weren't. It, you weren't there for a cause; you were just there to see if it could actually do what the 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 studies say and the and the research says. That's awesome
1: for your body to perform the way it should.
2: I wish I had more customers that came in and said, "I yeah. just want to try it <laughs> for my well-being."
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. So. Uh, well, yeah, because you really don't realize what you discover from it.
1: Do you still sense this outcome? Is it is it is it continuing?
4: Yes, absolutely. And and I uh, I haven't necessarily tested it, you know, overly because I just I, I really. I like the idea that my body is getting CBD, so I didn't say, well, let me go three days without this, you know. But I do notice that, let's say if I'm kind of running low and I haven't, you know, gotten my, my next bottle yet of the oil, and I start, you know, just, okay, well, let me just take a half a dose, you know, mm-hmm. let me just do this. I can tell, and and there's part of me sometimes that goes, no way, you know, like, no way is that really that fast. <laughs> <laughs> but and it's not in the same day, maybe. But it's like by the next day, I yeah. go, all right, I gotta, I gotta get my my bottle because I can't be taking a half a dose. There's not even, it's not even even in my language necessary necessarily anymore. Like how I am outwardly, but it's the internal processing of how thoughts occur to me or how like my tolerance level of something, you know, where I know when I'm getting to a point where I'm about to just go, oh, this is, you know, I'm so irritated. I know that regulation because I, you know, I have lived there and I always thought it was my responsibility to take care of that through like, okay, go, you know, soak in a bath or go read a book or go meditate or go take a deep breath or, you know, I always thought like, okay, Jen, you got to get it together. Like just calm yourself down. But what I discovered using the CBD, which I thought was mind blowing is that I just needed a little help. Like I really did have some, obviously some need in those areas. Those receptors weren't getting what they needed. And with the CBD, Now they were, and I really just feel like kind of like they say that that balanced, you know, um, I'm not saying that things don't occur, but I feel more in control of that now. Like, I can kind of mentally manipulate my my ups and downs, where before I felt like it was controlling me at times, and it was, I didn't like that. I didn't like how I was, because it's not how I want to be. Yeah. But it I just was like, oh, I must just be so stressed out. But that's not what it was. I, I needed something. My body was incomplete. Like it wasn't in that state of homeostasis.
1: How would you connect to this statement? So I, I had read in the past and this one piece that I read just made me sit back and really think. And he said, so your ECS manages so many factors, So many things in your body, and one is neuro- neurological, and that it, the ECS system has the capability of managing it in such a way, can you remember what your thinking in your body was when you were 13, 12, before your your body had been had been impacted by today's society? The stresses of finance and... Bad food and all that stuff, right? So how, when your body was opti, uh, was operating optimally, is what your ECS system is in charge of doing, and sometimes it just needs help. What do you think about that? How, how Does that connect?
4: Yes, absolutely, especially when I really put myself in that place, like when you said, like, back at that time when you know before all the other stuff <laughs> right. and and it wasn't just you know like the stress it really is it's it's our environment it's our diet it's our you know that and our stress levels but yeah. it's it's all those things that you know create the imbalance in the body and i really really the sense of space room in my mind yeah. to uh to allow for other emotions to show up, like happiness or a laughter, or just noticing, you know, the 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 sun, noticing the beautiful flower. I mean, there's room now. Like I I have room. It's just it's it's amazing. And I would say that would that would go back to that time in more of those earlier years where you had room to just to be present.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was a really, that was a really nice share, Jen.
2: Yeah, that was great.
1: Yeah, that mm-hmm. was yeah, such a, such a nice. Well, one.
2: I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah,
4: oh. thank you so much.
1: Well, and that's nice. It's nice for you to be grateful. There, I think our listeners are probably the one that's uh, being receiving the most here. Yes,
2: yes, yes. So,
1: so that was very generous of you to do that, uh, Jen. Thank you. Uh, we're going to move to our next guest, uh, so we give everybody equal amount of time here. Uh, This gentleman, Tom, uh, I heard his story. Uh, It is a fascinating one. Uh, Tom, are you online with us? Yes, I am. Tom, thank you for joining us on today's show.
5: My pleasure.
1: Yeah, again, if you were listening, we really think this is a gift to our listeners who are able to hear these journeys, uh, because uh, I would be surprised if not the majority of the people on the planet will likely connect. Yes. With all the the journeys, the stories we've heard so far today, uh, are you uh, open to sharing your story, Tom? Sure. Let's hear it. Well, basically,
5: uh, years ago, I had some injuries to my spine, just vertebrae stuff. Could still, you know, motivate and everything. And as the years progressed. uh, Arthritis had formed in those uh, areas and was causing a lot of inflammation, a lot of pain. And I've always been very active in my life. And all of a sudden, not really all of a sudden, but uh, I I couldn't do as much as I could before. And virtually um, all day, every day. Uh, I was in discomfort, let's say, and I went to see you know doctors and uh, was prescribed uh, uh, pain medication uh, to uh, basically long-term pain medication, and it was tramadol.
4: Okay.
5: And I was on it for six years, and it helped, but it's you still start getting side effects, and it's you know it's not good for you really. And that's when I was introduced into the CBD. Did not really believe it. And to make a long story short, I'm off of uh, the Tramadol. Uh, The CBD has done a lot for me. I'm virtually 90% pain-free now.
1: All right. Now, the reason we thought this story was so incredible is being on Tramadol for six years... That's a lot. Well, at least that's the knowledge we have. Like that's a long time to be on a painkiller. And I would imagine the piece that's not being discussed is the addiction factor. And uh, yeah, well, very very true.
2: Well, your body, your mind mainly gets uh, accustomed to that opioid. That opioid and it wants it. It it it's not even a matter of do, does do you need it anymore? I want it. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah. yeah, and
5: I went through some of that. Uh, you know, I I actually tried to get off of it a few times. Uh, not only you know, and it, it was a, a what I call a milder form, but I still had the the bugs and the jerks and stuff like that. Okay. But the thing that actually made me go back on it was uh, the pain. I was having pain down my legs. I was having right. pain in my back. Uh, uh, that. And again, uh, when I took the CBD, uh, it didn't happen overnight. But I would say within three days, uh, all of a sudden, uh, the pain just kept getting less and less to where now I was taking uh, uh, Tramadol two to three times a day. Now it's in my morning process. Let's say okay. that I get up, I take the uh, CBD, and frankly, I'm good for the day.
1: That's terrific. Yes. That is a terrific story. Uh, the uh, how is your activity now? As compared as to well, your-
5: uh, it's it, it's great. All I said is it to improve my pickleball. I play a lot of pickleball now. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific.
2: Well, you know, I don't know if tramadol like manages inflammation. I know it's the it's the pain part, but I don't know if it. So because the CBD manages the inflammation, so he can move around. And if it keeps ma- being managed, it doesn't increase again, which is what causes all that pain.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think you're. I think you're on target. Uh, I, and, I, and I, I also, I also think that
5: people need to realize, uh, just like the injuries that I have that are there, your your injuries don't go away. The inflammation that the injury was causing and then causing the pain and the discomfort and the sleepless nights and the, uh, just everything else that went with it. The CBD, however it does, uh, came in and, like I said, got rid of virtually almost all of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm 75 or, excuse me, 74 years old. And uh, I have less pain now than a lot of 50-, 55-year-olds, 40-year-olds that I play pickleball with. I was
1: wondering if you were going to share your age. Thank you for doing that, Tom. That's all right. We're wondering. Okay. So, all right. So, wow. How do you – oh, I would imagine you're probably uh, just happy as hell on the pickle court. Oh, absolutely. I bet.
5: And and the other thing is, is, after I get home, previously if I did, you know, I'd take tramadol, uh, the pain would lessen. The pain never really went away. It would lessen. Okay. And uh, after you got home, the pain would come, it just would be back. And usually a little worse because you were out there doing what you did and, and it uh, irritated uh, those areas. So they inflamed more, let's say. And, uh, again, uh, kudos to the CBD. Just a fantastic uh, product.
1: Sure. Does uh, Is it an okay question to ask? Do you know how much CBD you're taking on a daily basis?
5: Well, when I first started, I did, you know, a dropper in the morning and a dropper at night. And if I had a real bad... Um, uh, time, maybe late in the evening, you know, I I would take the the full amount. Now I take uh, half to three-quarters of a dropper uh, in the morning if I need it. And that usually means somehow I've had actually at least four or five or six hours of physical work or activity. If I feel any, you know, discomfort or anything like that coming on, I will take some. Typically, I take one dropper a day.
1: All right. and now. so Yeah, and, I, and if I recall, so in our earlier conversation, I believe what Tom is telling us is he's taking roughly 30 to 35 milligrams of CBD per day. It now, yeah. yes. Just so our listeners have uh, a way of connecting
5: mm-hmm.
1: the dots here. Um,
5: well, that's great. And and I think it's important that your listeners know or understand you don't take a dropper in the beginning when your body's already inflamed everywhere. Uh, It it doesn't happen in six hours or eight hours. Give it a couple, three days. Give it some time to go in there and fight that inflammation and get it down and and help your body, whatever it's doing for you. Uh, Give it a few days to get in there and, and get to work and settle, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and again, I think uh, I know I appreciate the the experience sharing uh, more so than, you know, the stuff I see on the Internet all the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, there's nothing better than hearing someone that started it not in a bad place and came out in a good place and you'll stay there and you won't have to go back to those large doses because now you're maintaining every day. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Exactly. And Ed, I, I can't um, uh, overstate the fact that in the beginning, um, I didn't really think it would work. And mm-hmm. But I went ahead and tried it, and, you know, we ex- not experimented, but tried a couple ways and stuff. And yep. I think I remember the day that it, um, um, I, I said, Holy Moses. And I, my wife looked at me, and she says, What? And I said, I don't feel any pain. Yeah, And, of course, she looked at me and went, oh, good, and walked off. But uh, it was a real uh, uh, thing to me because every single day, even though I was taking the Tramadol, it never got uh, rid of the pain like the CBD has.
1: Yeah, and, Tom, thank thank you for bringing it that way. Yes. Thank you for sharing it that way because, Tom, I have to admit, I probably would be in the exact same position as you. My my driving force was wanting to do something for my mother. But if somebody had brought it to me back then, I'd put him like, eh, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I would imagine that happens more than not. Is that viewpoint right there? Well... All right, I'll give it a try, whatever.
5: <laughs> and, Ed, I, I, I'm not sure how you would convey it to your listeners and stuff, but um, to me, it, it's like anything out, that's out there. You better get a quality product. There, there's going to be so many people trying to make uh, money off this and cutting the quality and everything else. Yeah. Um, you know, you just, you've got to make sure that you get the right stuff.
1: Yeah, that is wise, 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 and I'm picturing you as a very wise person. So, yeah, take heed, listeners. Take heed. Now, Tom, I want to thank you again for sharing your story. Yes, Uh, that was. I'm glad to do it. Miraculous, absolutely. Thank you, Tom. All right, listeners. All right. That was a fantastic show of giving the uh you know people going digging into their personal lives and sharing their stories and i feel i don't know blessed that we were part of it
2: yes um, of course i i'm lucky uh, i i get to work at the store and i get to hear these stories First and, huh? i'm lucky and yeah. i'm unlucky because i i feel so bad sometimes when someone comes in in that much pain because yep. again you think oh you're in pain it's you wake up and you're like i know this is going to be another day of this
1: all right well i can tell you what kim and i are moved so again we're going to extend the invitation anybody wants to share their journey to cbd uh we're going to put uh an invitation on all our social media platforms because again today was impactful yes so we haven't done that but i can assure you once uh we are done with this show today we are going to put that invitation out feel free to uh respond now that is a wrap for today's show thank you listeners for joining us thank you guests Crystal, Jen, Tom, Kim, thanks for sharing. And you, too. Oh, well, wow, you're welcome. <laughs> and you guys have a great week, and we'll see you again next week. Kim? This is Kim. And this is Ed. <laughs> Bye. Bye.